Hi, welcome to CodeCast, the podcast where we get to talk all things code. This is a space where we, the Austin Code Department, get to have a candid conversation about code-related topics that matter to you. Subject matter experts are here to provide the best information right to your ears. So, let's get started. Today, we are speaking with Daniel Wirth, the Division Manager for the Repeat Offender Program. So, can you give us a reminder about what the Repeat Offender Program is? Sure. Uh, The Repeat Offender Program is a rental registration program that was established by City Council in 2013. This was established in response to an incident we had in an apartment complex where the walkways on the second floor actually collapsed and separated from the building. Mm Uh, while we were fortunate that there were no injuries that resulted from this situation, it was a real eye-opener for the community um, that conditions at some of our rental properties were not up to standard. And so the rental registration process was created to allow the Austin Code Department to monitor these properties through annual inspections. Now, we've heard some information recently about the suspension and revocation process. Can you tell me a bit more information about what that is? Of course. So the rental registration uh, program has always had a, an allowance for the code official to suspend or revoke the registration um, that comes with that rental program. Mm-hmm. Um, however, until now, we haven't actually utilized that as a tool for enforcement. And that's what we're ready to begin in February. Um, so the rental registration suspension or revocation process is a situation where the code official determines the conditions at a property have met certain criteria and that a suspension of that registration is warranted. The result of that is that the property owner would be prohibited from renting vacant units until whatever conditions that caused the suspension have been complied with. That sounds like a process that could result in income being taken out of a property owner's pocket. Am I understanding that correctly? That is correct. Um, Since the vacant units are not allowed to be rented out until the suspension is lifted, that would have a direct hit to the owner in terms of rental income. And with this process, how do I know I'm being treated fairly or transparently if I were a property owner? So due process is important in any enforcement process, particularly in code enforcement. Mm -hmm. And so the ordinance actually contemplates an appeal process for the property owner. The way this process plays out is the there's an internal review process um, that we go through to determine whether a suspension or revocation is warranted. If we make the decision that it is warranted, we will send a notice to the property owner titled a notice of intent to suspend. And that letter will outline the conditions that are present that are causing the suspension and will, and will provide a final deadline for compliance. So if the owner complies with the issues contained in the letter prior to the deadline, the suspension never takes place. So a property is flagged or noticed for having a violation that might make it viable for this suspension revocation process. Once that happens, then there's a review by Austin Code Department. Correct. Okay. And then after that review, a notice of intent is sent. Um, It sounds like a property owner can comply, can make their property improved and back into compliance, or they can appeal. Can you tell me a little bit more about that appeal process? As if a property owner disagrees with the notice of intent to suspend, what actions can they take? 
Sure. So in that notice of intent to suspend letter, again, it'll outline the issues that need to be corrected to avoid a suspension, and it'll provide a final deadline to comply with those issues. If that compliance deadline arrives and compliance has still not been achieved at the property, that is the moment the suspension takes place. And so from that date forward, vacant units would not be allowed to be rented until the property is brought into compliance. That is also the date at which the appeal period begins for that property owner. The property owner by ordinance has 10 days to appeal a suspension from the code official. And it's important that the property owner acts timely to get that to the code official within that 10 days. And also that appeal needs to be uh, delivered in writing. It sounds like those 10 days are very important. They are critical to the process. So once a property owner delivers a handwritten or a written appeal to Austin Code Department, then what happens? So once the Code Department receives a timely appeal from the owner, the Code Department will place the appeal on the next available meeting of the Building and Standards Commission. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? What, what does it look like to have an appeal reviewed by the Building and Standards Commission? So the Building and Standards Commission is a public body appointed by City Council that are given certain authorities um, to issue uh, orders to repair, orders to demolish structures that are substandard, mm -hmm. um, but it's a public hearing. Um, and so you'll be, uh, the appeal will be placed on the agenda and then at the public hearing, the code department will provide a presentation outlining why we believe a suspension is warranted. Mm -hmm. And then the owner will also be given an opportunity to speak to why they feel a suspension is not warranted. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately the Building and Standards Commission decides at that meeting whether to grant your appeal and lift the suspension or deny the appeal and uphold the suspension. So as of right now, it sounds like the property only owner can only speak with the Austin city bodies for an appeal. Is there a process that is outside of the city of Austin if they don't like the results they're getting? So if an appeal is heard at Building and Standards Commission and that appeal is denied, mm -hmm. meaning the board uh, supported the code official's decision to suspend the registration, mm -hmm. the owner would then have an additional appeal process but that appeal process would be directed to district court. Thank you for all the information. I think we have a, a pretty good understanding now of suspension revocation. Absolutely. If you would like additional information, please contact us using our website, austintexas.gov code. You can also follow us on social media. episode of CodeCast the podcast. To learn more about today's topic or additional resources and materials, head out to austintexas.gov forward slash code. Until next time.